This is our third year recording the podcast, and you still don't know how to talk with the breathing into the mic. Okay, I out. tend to like gasp before I start talking, and every time I record a TikTok, it starts with, if you have PCOS, <laughs> and then I have to like edit the beginning. And I do the same for the podcast, and it drives Sirak crazy. It's just a... <gasps> That's how I talk. I know. I love it. I love the way you talk, but I'm just, I'm just saying for the sake of editing... Well, thank God I don't edit the podcast anymore. <laughs> Shout out to our editor, Narod, who edits the podcast. But, you know, sometimes Saving I, wa- our I, marriage. Wonder, <laughs> I wonder if she's thinking, oh, I, tell you, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel. What's up, sisters? Welcome to another episode of A Sister and Her Mister. Yes. Today, we're going to be talking about supplement regimens, like Talian's personal supplement regimen, and also how to take supplements, what time, when to take supplements. And you'll get to hear Talian's personal daily morning routine morning routine yes i'm super excited because my morning routine has evolved since we last did an episode about my morning routine which was in 2021 wow two years ago and that was episode number 100 really 100 yeah, the 100th episode wow so if you're a longtime listener or you're a recent listener i highly encourage you to go back to that episode 100 you'll find it if you just scroll through our feed and Listen to that one and listen to this one. See compare and contrast. Yeah, <laughs> but this one's more updated, so you might enjoy this one. Yeah, I mean that's the thing, right? With like with health and with anything for our bodies, like with each year you add on some new things, you remove some other things that's no longer necessary or mm-hmm. weren't as good as you thought they were, and along the way you're essentially evolving and adjusting. There's no like one regimen that's gonna stay forever. If that's the case. Then I think, you know, you're not going to get the most out of your body. You have to continuously like change it up every year, you know, to improve. I used to think that I could never work out in the mornings. Like it was just not me. It was not my thing. I could never wake up at five and do all this. But you know what? People change. People evolve. And we're going to get right into it. Yeah, exactly. A little update. Our garden, the summer garden is finally starting to flourish. I mean, for anyone who is gardening this summer i'm sure you feel the same way finally the time is here to actually like harvest some stuff so exciting the sun is finally out it's been cloudy for like 30 days straight driving everybody in southern california nuts we're so spoiled we are we can't stand a single cloud in the sky it's been like it's been cloudy for a whole month and everybody in california is like ready to clinically depressed and like going through it <laughs> it's so bad meanwhile and like in the east coast and like other parts of the country, there's like hurricanes I and know. tornadoes. We're so and like dramatic, rainy. honest, yeah. especially me when it comes to weather. Like when I hear other things in other states, um, who was it in Tennessee and there was a cyclone? I had to Google what a cyclone was, <laughs> you know, and they're over there dealing with it and like working at the same time. And yeah. I'm worried about like the clouds in the sky. Yeah. So, whoops. We just harvest some garlic dough and eggplant for the first the first time we've had a garden eggplant we got it uh on sunday which is pretty nice it was so beautiful i liked it It was delicious 
Mm-hmm. It was one of those shorter eggplants. What yeah. are they called? Like, like the, it was like a small. It was like a ball. Like yeah, a it was round, like a ball. Yeah. Yeah. So cute. I think they're called Thai eggplants. Like mm-hmm. that's what the breed was when I, or that's what the plant was when I bought it yeah. from the nursery. I roasted it. Uh, but the garlic was amazing. And then we have tomatoes finally like ripening up, getting red. Like there's one that's really, really close to picking off the off the plant. I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll the herb also garden have, is going nuts as well. We also have watermelons. Oh my God, there's a teensy-weensy watermelon, yeah, just yeah, the yeah. little one. Yeah. Super exciting. So we'll post pictures and show you guys everything. And I think we're going to do a podcast episode in the next couple of weeks about how to build your own PCOS garden. Like we talk about a lot of herbs. We talk about a lot of different like fruits mm-hmm. and foods that are great for PCOS. But like, what about doing it more sustainably? You know, mm-hmm. like how about doing it at home to, you know, maybe save some money or even to get away from some of those like pesticides and like, yeah. you know. That's the thing. Like we have a really flourishing herb garden right now. And I am just like grabbing bunches of chives, bunches of rosemary and using it all the time while I cook. And they're so anti-inflammatory. And I tend to not like before in the past, I wouldn't buy it because of the pesticides and because it was expensive and it might go bad and I used them less, but they're so beneficial, antimicrobial. They have so many great benefits. And because we grow it, I'm like by that grabbing them by the handful, I don't even care, you know, because they grow so quickly. I'm so tempted to just like hop into it right now and talk about how you can just start with a bunch of herbs to even like get started real quickly for so little, Mm -hmm. but we'll save it for the podcast. Okay. We'll save it for a special episode. Yes. All right. Well, on on that note, let's start the episode. We're going to always kick it off with our Monday motivation segment. This is where we talk about fellow sisters who are reversing their symptoms, showing PCOS with the bosses. And our first sister is Ashley. All right. Ashley Anderson Murphy. She says, we have been trying to conceive for two and a half years. I started taking Ovastol on May 10th. We finally got our positive on Saturday. I am five weeks, two days due February 17th. Wow. And she posted a picture of the positive pregnancy tests and a little happy Father's Day card for her husband. Yeah. Which is so cute. What a cute Father's Day gift. That is a really, that is a really uh, awesome Father's cry. Day gift. I can't. Yeah. Congrats, Ashley, and congrats to your husband as well. We wish you all the best in your pregnancy journey. I'm sure it's, you're going to have a lot of fun, you know, yes. as you as you get close to your... Post pictures. Yeah. All right. Next sister from the sisterhood, Kate Bonanno. Yes. And she's actually, this is really funny because, um, not really funny actually, but she's talking about her smoothie protein and we're actually doing a smoothie challenge starting in July. So July 1st, probably when you hear this episode, it'll be like a few days after the beginning of the challenge, but we're doing a smoothie challenge in the sisterhood and four winners will be getting a uh, ninja blender yes a ninja blender like we're doing we're really taking it up a notch oh my with gosh. these giveaways it's I really know. fun sirak's the giveaway king every time we have a giveaway he's thinking of some crazy gift <laughs> i mean it's creativity yeah but, so yeah four sisters are winning a ninja blender in the sisterhood yeah and if you're listening it's not too late because the challenge the challenges always run the first two weeks of every month so the first two weeks of every month we'll have a special challenge with giveaways every week of those two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, for example, last month we did a walking challenge and four sisters got Hoka shoes, which mm-hmm. was really fun. So this week or, or sorry, this month of July, we're doing a smoothie challenge and four sisters will win a Ninja Blender. Really fun stuff. So on that note, I'm going to read uh, I'm going to read Kate's message. 
She says, I've been making these yummy smoothie protein bowls. Super proud of myself. When I eat pretty carb heavy in the morning, I feel like crap. I had to censor. <laughs> and have been experimenting with carb intake. The base for these is half avocado, protein powder, three ice cubes, about half almond milk, plus two tablespoons and about one tablespoon of cacao cacao, cacao. cacao powder, <laughs> depending on how rich you want it. I've been topping it with half a banana, two to three strawberries, sun butter, sliced almonds, and cacao nibs. They taste amazing. I got a little more fancy with some dark chocolate-infused sea salt that I sprinkled in. That sounds delicious, by the way. It really does. That I'm is definitely going to try it. That is a great, great recipe. Smoothie bowl. And continuing on, on top of that, I had engagement pics. Oh, congratulations. So I have been going to the gym regularly, hitting the Stairmaster, sauna in the morning, then afternoon workout with the trainer, drinking lots of water and eating mostly veggies and fish, gluten and dairy-free, sugar-free like always, and trying to do lower carb where they're mostly in the mornings or before a workout. Oh, cool. Also, I started Ovacetol in AM and PM. And... These are her results. I dropped three pounds like nothing and went down 1% in body fat, but I feel so much better. Uh, most of it is probably water weight since that's always the first to go. We even went out last night after the photo shoot to celebrate and I ate some pizza and had a martini. Whoop, whoop. Still dropped 0.2 pounds overnight. That's that metabolism mm-hmm. working for you right there. Before I was feeling very frustrated and down through sticking with some changes Things turned around quickly. This has been throughout a week, a week and a half maybe. I plan on still doing what I'm doing because I feel so good. The community has been so helpful and supportive. You guys can do it. By the way, I learned saunas are amazing and they are my new obsession. Mm -hmm. And she shared a picture of her smoothie bowl and a picture with her fiance. They They both look very cute and gorgeous. Congrats to both of you. Congrats. That's such a sweet message. And you know, she says, I dropped three pounds and I feel so much better. Yeah. Honestly, that's a sign you're headed in the right direction. If mm-hmm. the weight loss is accompanied with feeling good, then it's going to be sustainable. It's going to be you're reversing your symptoms and you're doing the right thing. So yeah. keep it going. And she said this all happened in a week, week and a half. So like if you're feeling this good from a week and a half, that means there's like even more goodness to come yeah. in your future. So great job, Kate. We wish you the best and congrats on your engagement. What if you had an app for PCOS that could tell you what to eat, when to work out, and how to track your goals every day? Introducing the Sisterhood app. Not only does the Sisterhood app give you access to the largest community of women with PCOS, but it also provides you with a daily PCOS plan. Your daily PCOS plan tells you exactly what to eat for each meal of the day. It's like having me as a dietitian in your pocket. It also sends you a notification when it's time to work out, and it provides step-by-step videos to help you reverse your biggest PCOS symptoms. You also get access to 100-plus gluten and dairy-free recipes, the 5 Steps to PCOS Weight Loss Masterclass, and a full PCOS-friendly workout library to choose from. But let's not forget the most crucial component of PCOS weight loss, the support. You're not alone. In the sisterhood, you become part of the largest community of PCOS women where you can chat with us in our private Facebook group. Sirak, myself, and your fellow sisters are in there every day to answer your questions and support you along the way. So what are you waiting for? You can head over to the App Store and search Sisterhood or click the link in the description to get started today. See you in there. 
All right. Should we hop right into my morning routine and yeah. supplements and everything? Yes. So, yeah, let's start with the when to take supplements plus your morning routine, I guess. Okay. So, I've outlined every detail of my morning routine, sisters. I heard somebody else do this on a podcast and it was really like interesting to me because she went into every detail. So, I tried to do that with this as well. So, every morning I wake up, my alarm is set to around 5.15. And it's early. I feel like the alarm sound is triggering to me. Like whatever it is, it's like, like I just can't. Like, so I bought a song from the iTunes store. Nice. I bought the Formation song by Beyonce, (laughs) and I I set that as my alarm. And I learned this on like TikTok or something. Somebody did. Oh, how to buy it? Yeah. How, like how you can buy a song and set it as your alarm, you know? And I was like, wow, what a great idea. So my alarm's dun it, dun. You know, this is a good idea because I feel like any everyone should wake up to the right noise, to the right environment. Because if you're waking up to an annoying alarm Chaos, sound, yeah. then your body is like, that sound is now perceived as yeah. super negative. And Formation to me is like such a positive song. It's like, get your ass up. Let's do this. What if you end up hating Beyonce like subconsciously because every morning you wake up to her? No, I feel like Beyonce every morning when I wake up at 5.15. She's probably waking up at 5.15. (laughs) I drink some water first thing, grab my Stanley cup. It's always like filled every night. I put it next to my bed Mm -hmm. and then I wash my face. And right now I'm using Zoe skincare um, because I had like hyperpigmentation and like oil and dry and everything so i'm trying this out and i i feel like their products have been working really well for me mm-hmm. so i'm using the zo skin exfoliating face wash and then i put on some moisturizer i don't do a whole bunch of things because it's really early and i'm about to go work out and like sweat it all off anyways yeah we didn't note that so, tyne wakes up this early because she works out in the mornings yes but i will get there and then i brush my teeth with spry toothpaste i get it off amazon it has xylitol in it and fluoride, and I find that it is like very refreshing and it works very well to avoid cavities. Yes, and not to go off subject, but like just to be completely transparent with everyone, we we're trying non-fluoride toothpaste. It was more based on like it was like a charcoal toothpaste, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we went to our dentist. Both me and Tani went to our dentist about like two three weeks ago, and then they told us our dentist, who's actually a friend too, he told us like, yeah, your it looks like your teeth has like. Um, degradation like mm-hmm. it almost looks like it's like being like enamel is being scrubbed off and he said what toothpaste are you using and we said oh well, we're using charcoal toothpaste that doesn't have fluoride he said well the no fluoride's not the biggest issue the issue is the charcoal because charcoal is very abrasive and it causes teeth abrasion basically enamel breaking down as you're brushing so he basically recommended like going for a non-abrasive Tooth, uh, toothpaste and it doesn't have to have fluoride it can also have hydroxyapatite he actually recommended hydroxyapatite instead of fluoride um, which is like has the same benefits of fluoride without the same like side effects so right now we're like kind of testing it out we're testing out this spray toothpaste it's not the same thing as like crest or like one of those like mm-hmm. you know bigger companies it still has less chemicals in it and then we're also trying i'm trying at the same time a hydroxy toothpaste from risewell we're kind of comparing and the meantime we'll go to the dentist and in like in six what. months and compare how our teeth is and just go from there so yeah. sorry to go off subject i just wanted to give some yeah i'm glad you did give some information because on that toothpaste stuff. is really like debated you could do a whole podcast episode on toothpaste there's right. so much about yeah. like pro fluoride anti-fluoride i don't know yeah so after you know i brush my teeth 
put on my moisturizer and everything, I just dab a little Ilia concealer under my eyes. I have dark circles and I'm going to go to the gym. So I get like self-conscious. So <laughs> I have to put like one little dab, even though I don't think it makes that big of a difference. Then I go downstairs and you know, I don't like to work out on an empty stomach. So what I've done is I made the orange chickpea truffle recipe from the sisterhood and they're little like cookie dough balls is what it looks like. And I've made a lot of them and they're all in the freezer in like a Ziploc bag. And at the beginning of every week, I take out five and I put it in a Tupperware. I put it in the fridge because when it's frozen, you can't bite into it. So it has to be refrigerated. And I just grab one every morning and I have a bite. And I have that as my like pre-workout snack. I really don't feel like having a whole thing. It's too early to like drink a smoothie. But it's something because the empty stomach just makes my stomach like burn and churn. And when I'm working out, I'm like tired and fatigued. Yeah, I I would never like, I mean, it depends on each person. It depends what you ate the night before. But Mm -hmm. in most cases, we, we wouldn't recommend going fully hungry. And we wouldn't recommend going right after eating. Because it's pretty yeah. hard to, one, eat a full meal for breakfast, wait 30 minutes to an hour, and then go to the gym. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we're all in a rush, you know? So, like, I think what Tanya's doing with, like, having one or two of these um, truffles, uh, truffle balls, I don't know what to call them, mm-hmm. um, I think is a good way to just pick up your metabolism yeah. and your energy levels. Yeah, and, you know, when you make it, make a lot and just put it all in the freezer. That's my tip. And the recipe's in the Sisterhood app. You can download it. The link's in the description. So after I grab a bite, I get in my car, I go pick up my sister, going to go to my workout, starts at 6 a.m. We make sure that we're at the gym and working out at 6 a.m. If we're lollygagging, the whole morning kind of drags on. And by the time I reach my computer, it's just like too late. (laughs) And to know your sister used to pick you up, but then... She couldn't do it anymore. No, because she has to have a meeting at 7.30. So I drop her off. Yeah, yeah, We live yeah. the same distance from the gym. Yeah. She just couldn't do it with a morning routine herself. <laughs> That's right, Arlene. I'm calling you she out. She's up when I'm up. She's like cleaning her house while I'm driving. She's already up and at it. Oh, please. I know, Arlene. Okay. So then I work out and follow our slow-weighted workout method, of course, using the app. Uh, lately, I've been lifting heavier weights, heavier than usual. I know on the app and in the Sisterhood live workouts, we always say, like, start with 8 pounds, move to 10, 12, 15. Lately, I've been doing, like, 20 you know, in each hand and really pushing myself more. And my muscles have been growing and I just feel toned and I don't know, like stronger. I feel really good. Yeah. It's good. And I also do want to know, like when Tyne says my muscles are growing, she's not I trying mean, to yeah. bulk up. It's more so like you're trying Defined. to get that. Yeah, I exactly. see them. Exactly. You're trying to define your, get more defined muscles, get that lean muscle, improve your metabolism. Just like we were talking about Kate earlier. She, you know, did her workout and everything that day. And at night she went out and the next day she had still lost weight, even though she went to a restaurant. That's because her metabolism was working for her because of her workout. So that's what Tyne's doing with her, you know, uh, slow rate of workouts, improving her muscle mass. And again, not bodybuilding, but just adding that lean muscle yeah. to really raise your metabolism and improve your insulin mm-hmm. resistance. Resistance. So then I'll drop off my sister and we'll, I'll come home. And we have an elliptical at home. So if it was a treadmill, I would do the 12-3-30 method. That's my first choice. But it's an elliptical, so I put it on high resistance. I can even change like the degree of angle that it's at. So I put that up as high as I can. And I do the elliptical for 20 minutes or 30 minutes, depending on how long I have. Because um, I like to be at my desk before 9 o'clock. So by mm-hmm. the time I shower and do all this stuff, like, you know, I can't be 
again, lollygagging. Mm-hmm. So while I'm on the elliptical, I'll watch the housewives <laughs> or the Kardashians. Um, I used to listen to like more educational things, but sometimes I just want to relax in the morning. Yeah. My, I want my cortisol to like come down and just like mm. chill out. Lately, it's been a little stressful. So I want like to relax. And so that elliptical, that 20 minute elliptical, by the way, like I do go on a walk during the day, but some days I forget. Some days I'm too busy. Um, some days I can only do a short walk. So this kind of guarantees at least I got 20 minutes of high resistant um, cardio into my day. So then I'll walk downstairs and see Doc's up by now, I think. Or I'll like go make sure he's up. <laughs> I get up at like 730. Yeah. Don't, so I'm, it's not like I get up at like 10 or something. No, it's 730 ish. I look bad over here. I go, I hover over the bed for <laughs> Sinak to wake up <laughs> and or he's already awake. And then I go downstairs and make us a smoothie or I already have some overnight oats in the fridge that I might have prepared the night before. Um, Sirak's been loving the tiramisu overnight oats. Yeah, recipe. they're really good. They're really good. It's Because so it's easy to like wake up and just put it in a bowl and microwave it mm-hmm. and boom, you already have your meal ready for breakfast without having to like crack some eggs, stir the eggs and all. Like it just like the whole it takes thing. the thinking out of it. Yeah. And the tiramisu overnight oat recipe from our app is so good because there's decaf coffee in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's instant decaf coffee that I melt with the, like it melts into the almond milk before mm-hmm. I mix yeah. it in. So it tastes like coffee and like cocoa and mocha. Like it's so delicious. So I love that flavor combination in the morning. Yes. More than I like the flavors of fruit, to be honest. Yeah, I don't like fruit in the morning. I'm just, unless it's in a smoothie where I can't directly yeah. taste it. I'm just not a fruit person in the morning. So if I have a smoothie, though, I have some essential ingredients for that. Like I have to have my chia seeds for sure for for making sure I have that fiber, that omega-3. And then I have to have spinach, again, the fiber and protein powder. I use the Garden of Life, unflavored, unsweetened. So it's kind of meh. And that's why I put the berries in it. And a scoop of ovacetol in mine and not C-Dex. <laughs> what if you're putting it in mine but not telling me? Nothing would happen. Okay. I think. Okay. I think. So anyways, I've been putting double scoops of protein powder in my smoothies lately, reaching like 45, 50 grams of protein in my protein shake. Um, I, we do recommend like 35 grams a day in, in the morning, 35 grams in the morning for women with PCOS just to help with the insulin sensitivity, help you feel full and everything. But because I'm lifting heavier and I really want to like retain my lean muscle, I have boosted my protein intake to make sure that I'm hitting like around 130 grams a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus like goal. in the morning, your body's just ready to like take up the protein and the carbs and like burn it for energy. You're like more, most insulin sensitive in the morning. So it's prime time. Yeah. And if you're wondering like how much protein you should have per day, you usually want to like go for one gram per your body weight so let's say let's just say you're you weigh 120 pounds then you want to have 120 grams of protein you could go a little bit more but that's like the easy math like some people say one to 1.5 the 1.5 i I feel is too much i feel like that's more so for bodybuilders but if you're just trying to lose weight get that lean muscle go for one gram per one pound of body weight Hmm. interesting So after I have my breakfast, I'll start to get ready and shower and everything. So I I made a note. I wanted to mention this. I have started coloring my hair because my hair 
has grays in it and it's driving me crazy and I'm not embracing it. Okay. I'm just not. And hey, you let's can't be real me. here. We're, we're being real. You know, <laughs> you cannot force me into this. Like I won't do it. I used to embrace it and now it's just gotten out of control and I'm not embracing it anymore. Yeah. So I've decided to color my hair and as a compromise to the toxicity, God knows what's in the hair dye. I've decided not to do my gel manicures anymore. Yeah. And I used to do like silk nails and like all this toxic stuff on my nails. And I was like, that was the one thing that I was okay with being toxic. But I have swapped out the nails for the hair. I'm using um, Coat Nail Polish, which is, you know, non-toxic apparently. And instead I've dyed my hair and I have to use color protective shampoo as well because if I use like the natural healthy shampoo uh, my hair starts to turn orange and then I have to go get it colored again so it's like this vicious cycle like I don't want to have to go color it all the time because it's just grays you know like it's okay if it grows out a little like I don't want to go every eight weeks I'd rather go like a couple times a year a few times a year and so in order to do that i have to use the color protective shampoo and so here we are sisters Mm -hmm. we must be flexible i mean that's the thing (laughs) like when we talk about like endocrine disruptors and like removing these removing them as much as possible it's up to you to make that decision of what to remove and what to keep and like there's of course like no one's gonna be a hundred percent like chemical free like you have to make your sacrifices and you have to make Mm -hmm. your compromises so for a lot of people of course, like, you know, I feel like gray hairs is like usually like most guys don't color their hair as they're gray. I'm, some guys do. But like when it comes to, you know, like for for women, it's a more like accepted thing that like in your late 30s or, or in your 30s, like, you know, as you get the grays, like a lot of women will color. It's, it's or more even accepted. just like going blonde, getting highlights. Like, yeah. It's a whole thing yeah. people get to do, you know. So and like, I mean, I'll be honest, like I didn't want you to color your hair because I think you're even more beautiful with the gray hair and i feel i feel that's right brownie points uh i feel like you know i didn't want you to put chemicals either but at the end of the day like it's It's whatever you want to do right yeah whatever makes you happy if it makes you happy and you don't want to sacrifice it you shouldn't have to you know unless it's like directly directly affecting you know symptoms or something i mean whatever it's up to you again like it's your life. So yeah. this the funny is what thing I is chose. though, like you tried so many different versions of hair color, um, coloring, whatever you would call it, like dye, dye, because you want you first went to the natural one. Yeah, remember you did the natural version, and then it just started just like coming off within like three four weeks. Yeah, like just yeah. went away. It was, and it was such so a waste too. of money. Yeah. yeah. And then at one point you're just like, screw yeah. it, I have to do the real thing because nothing else is working. Mm-hmm. And so. then I started using like the healthy shampoo just to, like compromise. Okay, yeah. if I'm going to dye my hair, at least I'm going to use healthier shampoo. And then that turned it orange. Then I had to dye it again. And I was like, no, we're going to do this right. We're going to dye it. Use the color protective shampoo conditioner. Not dye it for like weeks and it'll be fine. But I guess once you get pregnant in a year or so, whenever we're planning to get pregnant, you're going to have to stop dyeing your hair, right? <laughs> I don't know. Because don't they, have, don't, do don't have they say like, don't dye your hair while you're pregnant? You know, I don't know. I've seen people who do it, so... We'll see. Yeah. We'll see when that day comes. I won't so, let you. I'm telling you right now. Moving on. Uh, you can do whatever you want to your body, <laughs> but to my child, <laughs> you will not give that give that child chemicals. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm not trying to get controversial. It's your child too. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Shut up. All right. Moving on to makeup. So again, the compromise. Like I have some things in my makeup bags that are like Chanel eyeshadow, but probably not non-toxic. And so I have a bunch of 
things that are, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't like to use it every single day, but I like it. So I'm going to have it for when I'm getting ready for like a wedding or like an event, going out something mm-hmm. fun, you know, that's fine. But my day to day, I use Westman Atelier Foundation, which I had that green check mark on the Sephora page. And then I use Lux Unfiltered Bronzer. Um, and then I put that bronzer as a shadow as well. So it gives like this dewy like bronze look for the summer and then I use an angled brush and I use the Ilia liquid um, shadow and I just like dab the angled brush into it and I create like a line for eyeliner because I think it looks natural and then I use Ilia mascara and sometimes the Ilia translucent powder and so I have like a clean beauty situation for my face yeah nice by the way something's bothered me I said when I was coloring hair I said late 30s when we will start to color the hairs I, I feel like I insinuated that you're in your late 30s, which you're not even. Tanya's in her early 30s. I've been going gray since my 20s, yeah. early 20s. Yeah, it's so a genetic thing. I couldn't take it anymore, you guys. Like, I just yeah. can't. My dad has a full head of white hair, and it's probably genetic. And so here I am, headed for the worst, yeah. <laughs> you know, headed to white. your dad white. has great hair. That's he the has thing. great hair, yeah. It's like, it's like the compromise of, or it's like the... It's all white, but it's full. Yeah, like... Mm-hmm. I think he like started going graying or started going white. Like it seems like younger, but didn't bald. It's like you know which one do you want? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I take I take the gray hair over the balding for sure <laughs> for for me. But yeah, times. Do you want to say your age? Just so people... I'm thirty one, right? <laughs> 31. Yeah, you are. almost said thirty two. I'm thirty one, sisters. Been growing gray for years. So anyways, after, you know, I got all ready and now I'm headed towards the desk. Before I go to my desk, I get this cute little soap dish that I got and I put in all my supplements in it because I don't like to swallow them all at once. I feel a lot of pressure and the pills make me a little nervous. So I like to put them in the soap dish, sit at my desk and take them one by one while I'm working. Sirak is squinting I'm right now, my eyes and rolling my his eyes. Listen, I just, that's how I like to do you it. You know how I know what Tyne's taking her pills or her supplements? I'll be in the other room and I'll just hear her going, <gasps> That's not true. <laughs> oh my God, you're so dramatic. But it happens not sometimes. Not at all. You're li- don't that's lie. That's because I choke once on water while, almost once every in a while, week. Once a week, that's what I hear. I'm oh, like, oh, she's so- taking her supplements. <laughs> I choke on water it like my throat, you know? It's not the supplements. Like every day it's like it's stuck in it's my It's not throat. every day. Shut up. Don't oh, be traumatic. Oh my god. Look at you, look at you just I figured out protecting how protecting yourself <laughs> on the podcast right now. It's not every day. Sure. I'm gonna record you next time. <laughs> You're so dramatic. I'm so dramatic. How Drama dare you? I swallow twelve pills every day. No complaints. It, no nothing. Good for you and your throat, Sirak. Like I don't have that ability. All right, All right so continue on. I start taking my Metabolism Plus. So I'll take my Omega Three from the Metabolism Plus bundle because um, studies show that taking three grams of Omega Three for twelve weeks can improve your metabolism by five point three percent. It increases your metabolism, which is great. And also, with women who have PCOS, we tend to have a deficiency in Omega Three because our body isn't able to use the D60 enzyme properly and not to get too sciencey, but because of that deficiency, we can't get omega-3 from seeds and nuts and we have to get it from fish. And we don't eat fish every single day. So I just take that omega-3 supplement to make sure. And like, of course, like with any of these supplements too, we just want to uh, reiterate that like 
please speak to your doctor or please speak to a professional healthcare practitioner who can make sure that any of these supplements are right for you. We don't mean like, oh, you have to take these supplements with PCOS. These are what we have found to be gaps in a lot of PCOS women. And in our experience, like omega-3 is one of those supplements that are can be really crucial for improving insulin yeah. resistance, lowering inflammation. So both those things insulin resistance inflammation two two of the biggest factors for pcos women but it also helps with improving heart health we've all heard how like um, pcos women are at a higher risk for cardiovascular disease and there's a really added bonus which is the brain health like omega-3 has been shown to really be important for cognitive function including brain fog that which is one of the symptoms of pcos that can be caused by gluten can be caused by inflammatory food so that cognitive function for the rest of your life, improving that constantly if, you, if you're taking it every day, we found in our experience to be to be really beneficial. So just wanted to add that. Awesome. There. Thank you for chiming in on that. And then the next supplement I'll take is curcumin. Um, curcumin is like smaller than omega-3. So I start with the big one and then I take the smaller one. So I get like the big one over with. And curcumin is great because... Studies show that women with PCOS who took it for three months had better weight, blood sugar, cholesterol, inflammation levels, and insulin sensitivity. So, of course, this is one of the supplements we included in Metabolism Plus, and I take it every single day. Mm-hmm. Then I'll take the CoQ10, which is narrower than the curcumin. So That's, it's that even should be the easiest easier one for you. to swallow. <laughs> And so this one is great because women with PCOS who take CoQ10 plus vitamin E, ours has vitamin E blended in. Because of the research studies. Right. Because they're blended together, it's better at improving your blood sugar, metabolic profile, and weight loss. Yeah. So They actually found like when you take CoQ10 plus vitamin E, they're both more effective when taken together for Mm -hmm. PCOS women specifically. It was really interesting. There's actually studies where they combine these two and compare it to them when they were alone by themselves for PCOS women specifically. So that's why when we designed ours, we made sure that it had the vitamin E because we wanted to be making our formulas according to the best research out there. Mm-hmm. So then I'll take the multivitamin. Now the multivitamin is smaller than the fish oil, but it's, but it's, it's still kind of big. Boy. But I leave it to the last. I mean, you have to, you have to realize the multivitamin has so, so many much nutrients. It. Yeah. it has like over 25 nutrients that are essential for, for mm-hmm. PCOS women and for health in general. So it's going to be a little bit thicker, a little bit bigger. It's not like huge. I just want to say like Talia's exaggerating here a little bit. Just want to say. Like no, it's not huge. She's defaming. None of them are defaming huge. Defaming Metabolism Plus right now. Stop. None of them are huge. Like I've seen huge. Yeah. They're not. But I will say the multivitamin is probably the hardest one to swallow. But it's not a poly- like it's normal. It's a normal pill, but it is yeah. the bigger one. Yeah. So the multivitamin, but once you know like that there are so many nutrients in it and PCOS women tend to have nutrient deficiencies, you'll be like, we're taking this no matter what. Like yeah. that, it, this is like the must take everyday supplement for me. Um, there's even studies that show when you take magnesium, zinc, calcium, and vitamin D in combination with each other for three months, women with PCOS showed more improvements in their metabolic markers. And so that's why I think it's really important to just take your multivitamin every single day because we're nutrient deficient. And then I take a little bit of vitamin D, two more um, little pills of vitamin D after that, after I finish Metabolism Plus. Um, And that's because I got some lab work done and I was on the lower end. So I was like, okay, so I guess I'll take it. Yeah. And just to clarify too, like our multivitamin has 2,000 
I use of vitamin D, which is like the standard daily recommended. Usually people who are deficient need to have like 4,000 to 5,000 IU per day. So if that is that is your situation, then you, you might want to get a separate vitamin yeah. D supplement. They're really cheap, which is a really good thing. If you go on Amazon, you can find a lot of vitamin D supplements from reputable brands like Thorn, uh, Pure Encapsulations, and so, so many others. And um, just add take take another extra one with your multivitamin to help boost those levels. And yeah, I mean, I would only recommend that if you've done blood work yeah, and you exactly. see that you have low vitamin D. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, the multivitamin that we have has enough vitamin D for a day to day. But if you are deficient, then definitely supplement with more than that because you can't just like willy nilly take a bunch of vitamin D without knowing if you're deficient or not because vitamin D is a fat soluble vitamin and stores in your fat fat cells in your fat. And so you're not just going to pee it out like vitamin C. You know what I mean? So it's something that you have to be a little bit more careful about and not just like take a bunch for no reason. Yep, 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 yep. So then I, because I did the lab work, my thyroid was a little bit low on the lower end. So I take a thyroid support supplement as well. And then I'll take my Ovacetol with the smoothie, like I mentioned in the mornings. So that's my supplement regimen. Yeah. It's a good regimen. Mm -hmm. It's a good regimen. The funny thing is I'm doing this intestinal cleanse right now. I've been really focusing on my gut health ever since I, for our OG listeners who know I got... It sounds disgusting even saying I got Giardia earlier mm -hmm. in the year back in January and it messed me up for like three months. So ever since I got out of my system, I've been doing like a full on intestinal cleanse, like whole like gut protocol. I don't want to get too deep into that because there's so many like little or so many different supplements that is not relatable to majority of people listening. If you're unless you're having gut, gut problems, let us know. Maybe we'll do a separate episode on it. But I think on that note, though, we can talk about just in general for anyone who's listening, like. What about just taking, like, what time should people take certain supplements? You know, maybe you're, you're like, wondering, should I take vitamin D at night? Should I take it in the morning? Should I take B vitamins now? Should I take the multivitamin later? Like, what, when do I take certain kind of supplements? So, I would say, like, what is that supplement meant to do? So, for example, vitamin D. What, what does vitamin D do? Well, it naturally brings a little calcium into the bloodstream, which is great. Since we know that the body during the day is in a natural fight or flight mode and is naturally going to bring calcium into the bloodstream, we should take vitamin D in the beginning of the day. And we know that the normal period of time that you would get vitamin D is during the first half of the day during the sunshine hours. So with that being said, it makes sense to take vitamin D in the morning or the latest lunchtime while you're still getting all this sunlight because that's when mm -hmm. you're naturally, your body's getting that vitamin D. Yes, exactly. So it makes sense. It's like, you know, as if you had stepped outside into the sun for some morning sun, you would take your vitamin D in the mornings. Yep. Then we have zinc. So some women, so I remember I was told by my naturopathic doctor to, to take zinc um, at the beginning of my PCOS journey. So this is, again, something that you would want your doctor to recommend to you instead of just taking it willy-nilly. Um, it can help with your hair, your insulin sensitivity, your re help reduce inflammation. And I read that it should be taken at dinner time because it's a really powerful mineral that helps repair your muscle tissues after a workout and helps boost your Im immune system. And it does best when you take it at night, never on an empty stomach. Yeah, you want to take it with food. Right. 
definitely take it with food and our multivitamin has zinc in it and we still recommend to take our multivitamin in the morning but it doesn't have a very very high dose of zinc which is going to make you feel tired or mm-hmm. make you feel no um, it's like a daily yeah amount, recommended amount exactly exactly yeah so then we have the b vitamins um if you take b vitamins separately from your multivitamin you want to take this in the morning because they provide energy and help with brain function and of course take it with food for optimal absorption yeah and keep in mind that some of the some some uh, b vitamins are water soluble which means that you need water to absorb them so another one is like vitamin c like both vitamin c and vitamin b12 are water soluble vitamins which just means that you want to take that supplement with the water not with food specifically. And since those supplements can be energizing, for example, vitamin B12, you want to take it in the morning so that it doesn't affect your sleep. Right. Um, And then, of course, the fish oil. This is um, released slowly into your bloodstream when you take it with food. So I definitely take this with my smoothie. Um, My smoothie has almond butter in it. Fish oil is fat. And so you want to take it with something more fatty. So that's why, you know, I add that almond butter in my smoothie. Um, And you want that gradual absorption to improve its utilization. So that's when you want to take it. Mm hmm. Yes. Also, like some people experiencing like burping and discomfort after fish oil. Not after ours, though. It's a specific formula Mm -hmm. where you don't get that disgusting fishy aftertaste. But if you use a different formula, then definitely take it with food. Yeah. And I also want to know, too, like when you're buying omega-3 fish oil, like really be aware that these days a lot of fish have mercury um, contamination, like a lot, especially in North America. So when you're getting fish oil, there's a couple of criteria that you want to make sure that your fish oil yeah. brand has one that fish oil should be from small fish meaning that you don't want to get your fish oil derived from salmon or tuna or things that are bigger fish because the bigger fish are that means there's more mercury they could have in their body for example like our fish our, our fish oil is made from alaskan pollock and that's another thing too is you want your fish to be from usually a what, the, what is it? There's a term for this, but usually like a cold, cold water. Um, I'm pr- butchering the terminology, but you want it to be from a cold water source because those tend to be cleaner, less contaminated fish. And also just want to make sure that those this fish oil has been certified to a certain extent. So ours has the biggest certification possible, which is the NSF certification, which means that a third party laboratory got our fish oil, tested it, checked for contamination, checked for mercury for any other sort of um, discrepancies. And we also have the uh, Marine Sustainability Inspection Certification. Oh, I can't believe you remember that. Something like that, I think. But it's it bas- a huge certification. Yeah, it basically means that our fish is sourced sustainably. It means that we're not depleting the the population of, of that certain kind of fish for the world. It means that we're being sustainable and that we are not affecting the environment or the ecosystem of where that fish is taken from. So important, honestly. Yeah. So then we have the multivitamin and multivitamins, they contain fat soluble vitamins, A, E, D, and K. And again, just like the fish oil, if you're going to have fat soluble vitamins, you want to make sure that you're taking it alongside fat. So make sure you take it with food, with your breakfast for maximum absorption. Yes. Exactamundo. That covers like most of the kind of vitamins that I feel we feel people are taking for PCOS. Of mm-hmm. course, 
you might be taking specific kinds of supplements um, that might be um, for your for your specific condition or for, for specific needs, I should say. So like, for example, like if you're taking the high dosage of magnesium, similar to zinc, you want to take that with food and you want to take that at night because it's going to make you tired. Mm -hmm. It's going to help you lower your cortisol levels. There are also like supplements like herbs. If you're taking like ashwagandha or different herbs, herbs can be usually taken by themselves because they are like a, like a tea, right? When you make what? Nothing. You're smiling. Nothing. Do I say herbs? No, I was thinking of something completely How dare different. you? How dare you? <laughs> Laughing behind my back. I'm not. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I dozed off. I like zoned out. But herbs are like essentially like, like you know, like if you have an herb tea, you know, like um, what is herb tea? Spearmint tea, right? Mm -hmm. You're having that by itself a lot of times. So you can usually take herbs um, by themselves if it's in a supplement form. And yeah, I feel like that covers yeah, I think majority we covered of the kind majority. of supplements. Yeah. Exactly. All right, cool. And then last but not least, before I start my work, I make sure that my desk has all of my drinks alongside my supplements. Yes. And that includes the 40-ounce Stanley cup of water, the smoothie. If I'm lucky, Sirak will get me a decaf coffee with almond milk. Mm -hmm. What or, if you're lucky? Some days you do it. I don't like to drink it every single day, by the way. So don't like get it for me all the time. But it's exciting when you do get it for me. Oh. Or I'll have like some spearmint tea, something warm. So I have the cold smoothie, the warm tea, the lukewarm water. And then I'll also have, lately I've been having celery juice. And it's, Disgusting. it's so good. Like it's lemony. It's green. I feel like super healthy when I'm drinking it. There's no sugar in it. It's very refreshing. Um, it's good for you. So I don't know. Like I'm really enjoying I it. I tried it the other day. Really? And I thought I was throwing. I, I thought I was drinking my own throw up at that one point. Oh my god, you're so dramatic. I can't. So I drink one every day. I really enjoy it. If I had a juicer, I'd make it myself. How about you not call me dramatic? Dramatic. What do you mean throw up? It tastes like celery. Okay. I hate celery honestly because of the stringiness, but the juice is fine. So, I mean, that just like solidifies some green in my diet, mm -hmm. like a routine green. Because sometimes for lunch, I don't have greens. So. Yeah, no, that's true. It is kind of hard to you have know. greens consistently. And that just yeah. gives you like a boom. Here you go. Boom, girl. That's my morning routine, sisters. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah, this was great. I well, and we kind of talked about your nightly routine, too. And mm -hmm. your hair, my hair toothpaste, makeup. supplements, makeup. It was a very thorough episode. Thank you. That, that's why it kind of went longer than normal. Um, but the funny thing is we actually used to do like hour-long episodes and things like that. But mm -hmm. I think people wanted to have shorter episodes so, so it was easier to listen. Mm -hmm. But this one, I feel like people will just listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed this, sisters. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we're going to be doing our normal thing in the private Facebook group, in the sisterhood. If you need us there, you always know you can message us there. We'll be on the gram, the TikTok, the mm -hmm. YouTube. We're basically everywhere where PCOS can be at this point. Yes. Everywhere you can find us. Yes. Thank you, everyone. We love you. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. Bye. Word of mouth is our absolute best friend here at PCOS Weight Loss. So if there's someone that you know that you think might enjoy this podcast, go ahead and share it with them. And if you don't mind, go ahead and rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to the podcast. It really helps more than you think. Thank you so much for listening and being part of the Sisterhood community. Talk to you next time.